0: Welcome to College Matters. My name is Mehmet Sidim Javedik. I am your host. Today I have with me Andrew Wen. He's a graduate uh, of the University of St. Thomas. He graduated in 2018, this last summer, and he studied chemistry. Uh, Andrew, thank you so much for joining us here today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: Yep, uh, we actually are from the same class of 2014 here in uh, Harmony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's good seeing you after a week now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we've gone back like, I think we've known each for like 11 years. Oh my goodness. Yes, yes, yeah, yes like we have. since like sixth grade. We've known for a long time. <laughs> goodness gracious. I know. It's, <laughs> been, it's been so long since.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember when you were a wee little lad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, let's start right. Um, so Andrew, today what I want to ask you about is um, universities, their social environments, and surviving them. Uh, I think uh, there were some issues that you felt uh, that had to be expressed in certain things. And so can you begin from like just uh, understanding the school social environment and adapting to it or sometimes uh, facing difficulty?
1: Yeah, um, you know, first off, I went to a private university with about a couple thousand students. So obviously, you know, this is a very different comparison to someone who goes to like a large university, like a, like UBA, for example. Yep. But um, for me, at my school, it was more of like, you have to fit in with a certain social group. Or you have to be, what's the what's the word, in? Mm-hmm. You have to stay within, you know, you have to be in, you know, stay with everyone within the school life of society. And if you weren't, you know, fit for that, you were considered like a pariah or an outcast, just someone, you know, who wouldn't fit at all. And I unfortunately fell under that because I didn't agree with what people were asking of me to become. I didn't want to have to, you know change who I am or destroy my life or myself just to become, you know, a, a notorious person or just to be very recognizable at school. I didn't want that instilled, instilled upon me. And you know, because of that, I got, you know, I got a lot of heat for that. I, I, I got, you know, cast out about, through a lot of things. People wouldn't talk to me for a while. And I kind of just felt alone, little isolated for a time for, I think, at least a semester. Okay,
0: um, Andrew. Um, so when did you enter this period, and when did you exit it? W- what made you enter it, and what made you realize that you had to change or that you had to find a way to overcome this? Issue?
1: I, ca- I kind of enter it, you know, towards the end of my freshman year. I kind of felt, yeah, I kind of felt, you know, this wasn't right for me. I had thoughts about leaving the school. I had, I had serious thoughts about it. I, I genuinely did. And you know, going into sophomore year, and that was probably the worst year of my time. I still felt that way. I would go into, you know, the library and we maybe had these little study rooms, these private cubicle study rooms. I would just go in there, just not do anything there sometimes. Sometimes I'd study, sometimes I'd listen to whatever, but some days I would just not do anything. Just sit there and just contemplate and think about, you know, what a horrible life I've had, how people have mistreated me, how people have called me, called me out or called me different names and such and such simply because I didn't want that life, I didn't fit in, and it just put me down to downward spiral to the point of where I felt like there was no returning back up into the surface.
0: I understand, Andrew, and where did you begin to, I guess, um, overcome the challenge? Like what made you think, okay, so this is the problem, and this is what I need to do to overcome it. Did you find uh, any university resource or any friend groups to sort of help you out? How did you
1: deal with it? Because uh, did this continue beyond your sophomore year? For a little bit, yes. But at the same time, I did get help, and you know, I went to counseling at my school. Now, when people think about counseling, it's people think it's you know, it's a very crazy idea to go. People get skeptical about it. I was skeptical about it too when I first when I first heard about it And I remember one of my friends she actually <laughs> uh, She actually um, Like had to, she had to drag me out of like the study room And she had and she took me like a good like a, a while to convince me to go and I still and I remember going into the office the first time and I felt scared about going too And I was still skeptical about it at the time but But I got assigned a counselor and and she let me just and she just let me vent out everything that i had to say about my life all the negativity all the um horrific things i've had to endure just the very negative things that i had i uh, i just i wanted to let out but i i just wasn't able to originally because saying that kind of stuff was almost like taboo but i had that environment to actually do it and when i got to do it i started to feel a little better about it and it wasn't because I finally got to say a lot of things I, I, I wasn't able to say, but I started to feel better about myself, my identity. I started to feel more confident about myself.
0: That's actually really, really um, important that you mentioned that, Andrew. Uh, how was your first uh, session? Do you remember it? I r- how did you I feel? Remember,
1: I remember it very well. I remember walking in, I was just like crying, and I didn't, I, I don't know, I was crying because I had to let out so many emotions, you know, emotions of anger, sadness, revenge, vengeance, stuff like that, and and going into it, I kind of felt, as I was letting out more and more of the negativity, a lot of the harsh things that's been said, I felt more better about myself, I really did, because I got to be able to release out something that I haven't been able to let out. You have to be able to let that kind of stuff out, because if you keep it bottled in for so long, there will be effects on you. Whether it's something minor or something major, you have to be able to find someone, even if there's just a counselor at a university. But find someone that you can open up to and say all the stuff that you want to get off your chest. It's such an important thing because I've had friends where they don't and unfortunately they're still suffering, you know, from this kind of situation. And And I feel miserable about it. I genuinely do. And some people don't even want to talk about it. And that's just... You have to talk about it at some point in your life. It doesn't have to be a counselor, but... It can even be one of your friends. You just have to.
0: Andrew, I think that's that's a very good point, and a lot of people are sort of afraid of uh, going into um, uh, things like uh, school counseling. They're just like you said; they're not sure if it will work or not. Um, they're not sure if uh, they should do it. Sometimes it's ta- they see it as taboo, or the environment sees it as they taboo. They have they have
1: they have a very bad connotation about it. Mm-hmm. They very much do, yeah.
0: Um, do you think there's a way that uh, we can help improve um, this negative uh, connotation, th- these negative views? Do you think that uh, we should, uh, uh, do you have any ideas on how we should open this resource up to the masses to make it more, uh, I guess, edible uh, for people to bite on and continue through with it? Because what I think, what you did was very brave, because you're opening yourself up to someone you don't know, but it makes you feel better.
1: I think there has to be certain, you know, I don't. I think I remember something like this at my school, but I never really was ever invested in it simply because I wasn't buying it. But there has been certain programs where people would just go in and just talk about this kind of thing. And again, like, it doesn't mean counter, it just be a simple friend. And it's important to build that foundation of friendship. Friendship um, within the environment of the school that you're going to. And. And if you have, like, I'm not talking about friends that you just ask just to, uh, you know, just to get their homework answers or their test answers, whatever it is, but real friends that stick by you for what three to four years, that will listen to everything that you have to say, and once you do that, if you do it repeatedly, numerous times, you'll feel a lot about better about yourself. You will feel better about yourself because you know, because a, you're letting out stuff that, that. uh, that you've been wanting to say, but you never got the chance to. But B, you know you have friends you can count on, and I got friends. I fortunately was fortunate enough to have friends I could count on. Even though through all this, uh, through all the things I've been through, I have friends. You know, that I still talk to. I really still do, over at, over at my college, and they have stuck by me through everything. And I'm and I'm grateful to have that. I genuinely am. Um,
0: uh, that's that's once again another very very uh, good point. Having a a strong, social, a strong, and stable uh, uh, social friend network that you know keeps you—I uh, guess—sometimes propped up even when you can't do it yourself. Um, Andrew, here's my question um, about this um, whole uh, about your desire to want a uh, an environment. Do you think that we should set up things like, um, or do you think that universities need to set up uh, programs where it's literally the entire function of the of the uh, the club is to provide a social environment? So that people can befriend, like uh, through conversation, through dialogue, uh, a safe environment where everyone can open up and sort of uh, help help each other along. Is this sort of what you're looking for? And do you think it's a necessity that we have programs
1: like this? I think it is an absolute necessity to have programs like this. It's a shame that you know some universities don't have this kind of program. Don't have this kind of program. It's important for every student to get involved in everything. Because at first, when I first came to the school, I was involved in a lot, I was not involved in many things. I didn't want to be part of anything. It, it just took so long for me to actually start being a part involved with, you know, my, as my role as a student in the university. But it's important to have this kind of program where people would just come in, conversate, have some, you know, social time with each other, you know, just to make people feel welcome. And it's not just about, it's not just like simple like every hour, you know, an hour like a month. It has to be a continual thing. Because I know that you know at least within my school there are people out there who still feel this kind of resentment maybe they, they don't want to talk about it or maybe they just have a fear of it but it's but once you do you will start to feel better about yourself because of, of what you're saying or w- how much you want to say
0: uh, Andrew going back a couple of steps you said you went to counseling and that really helped you out a lot it, it really uh, allowed you to release this like uh, the resentment uh, the anger um, so here's my question. After you started going to
1: counseling, were you fe- did you feel more welcome at the university? It's kind of a yes and no kind of answer. You know, in terms of overall university, yes. Because I felt, um, you know, I felt more willing to talk to people and people were willing to talk to me back, and that was great. But I also say no is because with counseling, it is a very general, broad, you know, it's a very broad thing you know what they say and what we talk about there so when it comes to specifics they'll help you on specifics but sometimes they won't know everything about you know what you do in your life it depends. the choice is what you say and there were certain um areas of the school and certain fields that i still didn't feel that welcome with i still really didn't really feel very proud to be a part of i still didn't really have the you know the i don't want to say courage but the drive to talk about to talk to people, and it, it, there was still that kind of something holding me down, or something that just wouldn't let me talk to them, and I could, and I still have that kind of fear too today, but, but um, it's something that's that just it's kind of a it's kind of a tricky thing to talk about. It's a tricky situation, so I still feel mixed about it even today, but, but I think that it still does nonetheless. Counseling does improve your life regardless. But I'm not saying you, but. You know that deep down, there will never be perfect result in ev- in anything. That's just a straight fact, in my opinion.
0: I understand, um, Andrew. Um, for maybe for some listeners who are first going to be going into counseling for the first time, or um, who are not sure if they even want to go in, what would you recommend them to do? What would you uh, would you suggest to them a state of mind? Like, uh, I mean, do you have any suggestions for a first time person who uh, who may need to go but doesn't have the courage to go?
1: The first thing I'd recommend is take a deep breath for a minute and just think about it. Just think, I mean, you know, think about what happened if you didn't go into counseling. How much more damaging would these problems become? And then go in and the, I don't know how first sessions work for every student, but for me it was just a straight up vent out everything you have that you want to say, lay it all out on the table. And I vented out as much as I could on that first day. And just keep doing that until you're at a point where you can no longer stop wait wait, until you can stop until you can have nothing more nothing else to say you're finished with everything or for mostly everything and then and then start building start repairing everything that you said with your counselor it's a slow process yes because I stayed from let's see my sophomore year to the end of my time I stayed for about three years I'm not ashamed of that I seriously am not ashamed of that I'm more gracious about it. I'm more proud of the fact that I stayed three years of counseling just to make sure I'm, I am more stable. But I'm also a better human being because of it. But first off, you have to be you have to be aware of what happens around you if you don't go. But also, find a way to take away the stigma of, you know, of what counseling is not really. There's always that fear and stigma of going because people think that it's counseling is you know for people that are, it's for people that aren't you know. Now, aren't, I don't, what's the word, sane? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People think that's what counseling's for, but it's not. Not. People call me insane, but no. Uh.
0: Yeah, um, I understand that uh, sentiment uh, extremely well. As someone who's studying psychology, um, there's a lot of cases where perfectly normal people might have issues that they can't get out of or loops that they can't uh, break. So I think that's a really good point And it's, it's something that everyone should, uh, I guess, uh, bookmark. And I think it's very solid advice. Um, Andrew, before we leave, and I think uh, this is where I sort of want uh, this, um, this discussion to sort of, uh, you know, stop, um, well not stop, but like, you know, I think, I think your points are really well made and really well rounded, and I think, um, you know, this point, uh, like your last point on your suggestion should be like the, you know, (laughs) like the, um, like a good, uh, I guess, ending note, but here's my question, do you, oh, well, here's, yeah, here's my question. would you reccom- Who would you recommend to be our guest for next time? Do you know anyone who would make a really good guest? Um, do you know anyone who would offer us uh, nice insight? It could be anyone from uh, 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 like Harmony's old Illuminize.
1: Oh man, there's so many. I've been around the harm since for like twelve years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i think, oh sorry, eight years. But I've, I've uh-huh. known harm since like since I was like ten. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've ten. I've known him for a long time. Um, any
0: suggestions anyone that comes to your mind when you think alright this person would be a cool guest or would have something a very insightful to share just like what you did today
1: I don't know anyone specifically but it comes generally I think we need people from you know people I think we need a further discussion and more of a further conversation about this kind of uh, kind of uh, topic mm-hmm. because it's it's considered you know a topic that people won't want to talk about it's, it's a topic that's very it's, it's something that it's, ver- it's very recluse and people, and I think people should be more willing to open up about this. It's not something that people should fear. It's something that people should embrace, embrace more and more. So I would think it's it's better for people to you know, to come here and talk about this kind of situation, what they feel is important to them when it comes to this, and and I think at the end of the day, it'll make them feel better about who they are. and It'll definitely confirm you know that it helped them out. The idea counseling helps them out.
0: Andrew, thank you so much for your time. Um, uh, this was the program for today. Uh, my name is Mehmet Jolik, and today uh, our guest was Andrew Wen. Uh, he talked about uh, uh, understanding social environments and overcoming challenges. Uh, thank you so much once again, Andrew. We hope to see you guys next time.